I'm Madison. And I'm Emily. And this is the Hockey Trash Cast. And this week is better than last week, that's for sure. Last week was depressing. But um, we've got some record books content happening. Our boys are kicking ass and getting their names written down. Oh, they're killing it. I'm so proud of all of them. Tyson Berry is tied with Blake for third place in goals for defensemen, I think. And then... And third at points behind Foot and Lyles, which is like hella good company to be yeah, in. No, he's up there. I think I think Lyles is also first in goals. So like he's just up there with all of our legendary defensemen. I'm so proud of him. And people want to trade him all the yeah. time. To and all of you who said we should get rid of Tyson Berry. Fuck you. Including Tyson Berry. Fuck you. <laughs> Tyson, I didn't think I was going to get any goals this year, Barry. Get some confidence, Tyson. You're good at hockey. I love him. love him so much. He deserves the world. (laughs) That Twitter photo of, like, Nate signing some kid in a McKinnon jersey's jersey, and he's like, oh, I guess they sold out of Tyson Barry, huh? I was like, what an icon. Like, I relate so hard to him because I, too, only know how to communicate my feelings using self-deprecating humor. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird to hear self-deprecating humor from, like, one of the best hockey players in the NHL. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Tyson. You can do it. You're good at this. Although, I mean, I imagine being best friends with Nathan McKinnon would be really rough on your self-esteem. Because, like, no matter how good you are, you aren't Nathan McKinnon. It's a good thing that Tyson has Nate to keep him in check and Nate has Sid to keep him in check. Because neither of them can let it go to their heads because they're best friends with someone who is objectively better than them. (laughs) Yeah. Although, then you've got um, Biz Nasty, who is bad. Like, not good at hockey, and it's still going to his head. <laughs> he was like a lifetime of like 14 goals in the NHL. <laughs> Love him. Not good. See, so, so it keeps nice and balanced. He's like, well, I'm not as good at, as Nate, but like, I'm a defenseman with more goals than Biz, so at <laughs> least I've got that going for me. He's tied with like his favorite player growing up, though, now. I'm so excited for him. The reason like, he wears obviously number four. Want him to score more, but like also the fact that he's tied with Blake right now is. Just well, he might. Oh, he's. I mean, he'll probably overcome that because. How exciting would it be if he ended up with being the leading defensive scorer in the history of the Abs? I wouldn't be surprised by that. For sure. I need to look and see how far away he is, but I don't think it's all that far. I was going to say, I don't know what the, like, difference between him and, like, the other people ahead of him is, but, like... I don't think it's a lot. I can't imagine it would be particularly difficult. Like, it's not like we're looking at, like, Gretzky stats or anything. Like, I think he could, like... It's not like he's shooting for, you know, Ovechkin's goal record or something like that. I'm so proud of him. We've also got Miko Rantanen, who has the most points in the first 18 games 
by any Avalanche player in the history of the Avalanche. Look at him go. Peter Forsberg, which is like, that's legit. Peter Forsberg is like an icon. Like, having a stat for the most goals of the first 18 games is like the weirdest and most arbitrary thing I've ever heard. I mean, it's like a stupid record, but like, good for you, Miko. And he's still leading the league in points. Yeah, he's number one. Get fucked, McDavid. Like, the only acceptable alternative to Nathan McKinnon winning the Rocket Richard is Mika Ratman. Which I would not have predicted at the start of the season. Like, if you told me at the start of the season that, like, Mika was going to start this strong, like, he's great. Like, I'm not saying he's not a great player. Like, he's fantastic, and I knew he was. But, well, I like, didn't see him having more points than Nate. No. <laughs> Although they pulled out this stat, apparently, in the last 82 games, so, like, the first... 18 of this season plus 7, like, 60-whatever in last season. Mm-hmm. Nate has 118 points. Mm-hmm. So, like, Connor McDavid, watch your fucking back. I'm so ready. I was so ready for one of our boys to win the Rocket Richard and then Connor McDavid to show no emotion because he has no feelings. <laughs> but I'll be happy. I'll be so happy. And then maybe we'll get to watch Nate try to make a speech. I would die. If he doesn't give a shout-out to Sidney Crosby for helping him write his speech, I'll cry. Does Sidney Crosby know how to write? Well, Sidney's won so many awards that I'm sure he knows how to write an acceptance speech. (laughs) Like, he's won all of them. Okay. I'm like, I'm waiting for the year they give Sid the Norris, you know, <laughs> like, complete his trophy case. Sidney Crosby wins the Vezina trophy. What? Best goalie in the league. And he's like, um. <laughs> ah. Flower's like, good for you. And he's <laughs> like, I don't understand. Flower wins and just gives it to Sid. <laughs> I would laugh so hard. Has he? He hasn't won Lady Being, has he? I he gets too many penalties for that. Yeah, he hasn't won Lady Bing, and he hasn't won. What's the one? He hasn't won the like. Sorry, you had a really shitty year award, which I can't remember which one that is. <laughs> That's the one that Brian Boyle won last year. <gasps> oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Um, I think it's like and coming over uh, overcoming adversity, but it's like the you played hockey even though your life was shitty award. And then he, I don't think he's won the like community service one that means won last year. That who won? The Sedines. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what either of those is called, but I don't think I feel like either. It's reasonable to think he could win that one at some point. Maybe. I feel like all of his outside of hockey stuff is still hockey, though. Like, are they really going to give him the service award for running the Sydney Crosby Hockey School? Oh, that's fair. Like, he would need to build a hospital or something. Although, I don't know, maybe after helping out that Kenyan hockey team, they'll just, like, put that in as his nomination. <laughs> but that wasn't even his money. That was Tim Horton. <laughs> so probably not, but... 
still. He's won basically every... He has an Emmy. ...skill-based hockey award. He has an Emmy award. award. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, I think he's doing okay. We were talking... I was talking to my friend the other day about how, like, I was watching an interview before they played the Caps, and, like, NBC Sports was airing an interview with Sid... Where they, like, asked him, I don't, it was some weird question, like, did the Capitals deserve the Stanley Cup or whatever? And he, like, gave some... Well, they won it, so... I know. Yes? <laughs> he gave some, like, canned answer that was like, yeah, like, I watched the games and they played really well. And he was like, oh, I'm surprised he watched the games. I would have thought he would have just not. There, there's an interview with him and Gino, and they ask about that, and they're both like, yeah, no, we didn't watch (laughs) (laughs) but I do know and I was like even if he did though like another team's winning the Stanley Cup it's like you're Sidney Crosby you're sitting at home like what's in your trophy case like (laughs) he's won like three Stanley Cups and he's won an Olympic gold medal like I think he's doing okay like obviously he wants to win every year but he still has two more cups than Ovechkin and I don't think Ovechkin will ever win another cup. I don't. Th- I don't think he's got that many more years. To no, play. I'm surprised he came back for this year. Like, not to be a dick, but like I am. I mean, he's still playing really well. He is. So I'm not surprised. Like now that I'm watching him play, I'm not like mad that he's on the ice. Like I think he's still yeah. holding his own. I just like was not going to be surprised if he would just straight up retired over the summer and was like, "All right, I'm done." I think if Backstrom had retired, he probably would have left. Yeah. That, yeah. I was just, like, surprised that he came back. I was like, oh, okay. I know I heard rumors, and I don't even know if they were, like, there's ever any basis to them, but that he might go KHL, which I would not be surprised by either if he retired and was, like, tried to win a championship in his home country. I could definitely see him when he, like, can't manage NHL caliber. Just dropping out of the KHL. I don't know. Is the KHL a drop down though? Because I feel like the KHL is like very. I don't know that it's really a drop down, especially I think for it's a Russian. Like a less ridiculous schedule. It is. Less... I don't actually know anything about the KHL. The KHL when I like I've seen like bits and pieces of KHL games, and it seems to me, and I might be wrong, but I it's like more, like, old-fashioned hockey. Like, it's more brutal than, like, the NHL. The NHL's faster and definitely more focused on, like, puck handling, but, like... I don't know. I feel like every week I hear about some terrible injury in the KHL. That's not terribly surprising. I think it's definitely, like, a step down for someone who's, like, from the U.S. or Canada. Like, then you're definitely stepping down if you're going to the KHL. But I feel like a lot of Russians are, like, good enough they, to play in the NHL. They just play in the way. KHL. Like, whether or not the skill set is different, it's still... Like, that's a big, important thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of horrible injuries, though, can we discuss how the entire NHL is on IR right now? Everyone. Everyone is injured. All of them. All of them. I, all good players. Like, if you put all of the injured players right now on a team, they would win everything. Yeah. I mean, Sidney Crosby, P.K. Subban, and Patrice Bergeron alone yeah. would Clint make a brilliant team. Holby. Holby. Yeah. We're, we're close. We're close. We're getting there. 
but like literally, we've got an entire defense ready to go from the Bruins alone. Dude, what is happening to the Bruins? When Patrice Bergeron got injured last night, I felt so bad. I'm not even a Bruins fan, but I was like, those poor people. <laughs> They're done. Their season is over. TJ Oshie is out. Uh, Oshie. I did see that. American hero, TJ Oshie. Half of them weren't there at the game last night. Yeah, I saw a lot of people that were like, oh, my abs should have won because all their star players weren't there. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you miss the part where Ovechkin and Backstrom were still out there? It, yeah, I was like, ah! like I wouldn't say all their star players weren't there. I was like, yeah, they had some injured players, but like, I wouldn't say that a team with Ovechkin on it is missing all of its star players ever. But yeah, so many injured boys out there. It is like the entire Bruins roster plus people from other teams. But also, like, can we just talk about how the Penguins, like, Crosby gets injured, misses a game, and then three people end up in the penalty box at one time! (laughs) (laughs) Are they trying to give Sid an aneurysm? Like, what the fuck? It was Gino, Castle, and... Was it Gensel? Who was the third one? I don't remember. I think it might I know Gino and Kessel were in there, and I was yeah. like, is anyone on the team available? <laughs> Cut to Chris Letang staring into the camera like he's on the office. <laughs> Wait, was it was it Letang? Who was in that uh, it, I think it, it might have been. Might have been. That just... <laughs> All I remember is like the screenshot I saw, like, that one was for tripping or something. It was like, really, guys? You couldn't hold your shit together when you were down. So now you're two on five. <laughs> two on five. Like, will they let you put more than that in the box? Like, are I've you seen allowed it. to play one on five? I don't know what happens when you get down there, but I've definitely seen more than just the... I've seen, like, a full line in a box well, for I've a line draw. a full line, but, like, they don't... You don't play with no guys on the ice. That's usually yeah. with, like, a line brawl, and so you've got five of each in the box, and you just yeah. play full strength, but I don't they know. cancel each other out. I wasn't watching that game. I just saw, like, yeah, the screenshot <laughs> of the box, and I was like, what is happening in Pittsburgh? <laughs> Sid misses one game. Can we discuss the Eastern Conference right now? Oh, man. I forgot to pull up the Eastern Conference standings so I could look at them. I was going to say, I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, The most relevant detail is the Penguins are in last. I'm literally going to cry. Like, when was the last time that happened? I don't know. I told my mom that on the phone, and my mom, like, does not follow hockey, but even she was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) And I was like, I know. Like, I don't, admittedly, I don't follow the Penguins well enough to know, but, like, is this the first time in the Crosby era that this has happened? Well, we did discuss, I mean, if they don't make the playoffs, it will be the first time in the Crosby era that they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, okay, so leading the league, um, Buffalo is third in the Atlantic. That makes sense. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Toronto, Buffalo leading the Atlantic, Columbus, 
aisles and caps leading Metro. Okay, like Boston and Montreal in the wild card spots. Who thought the Habs were going to be worth a shit this season? Anyone? No. Apparently, all of their weird trades that everyone was like, well, that was a terrible move, have paid off for them. All of them, including Pacioretty. Omi has already, like, tripled his career goals scored. Um, Yeah, so Detroit has hauled themselves up from dead last. And uh, Pittsburgh is chilling down there in last place. They're only one game behind Florida, though. Rip. Also, the Devils are not looking so good. Rip. Yeah. Ottawa is, I think, slowly but steadily moving down the list, which I don't hate. Oh, that's exactly what I want to happen. Yeah. Like, we just need to do something where we, like, flop Ottawa and Pittsburgh. And, like, then Pittsburgh is still towards the bottom, but they're not in last. I mean, I would like the Penguins to make the playoffs, personally. That'd be cool. That would be my ideal, because I don't know that I could handle even just the thought of Sidney Crosby having to deal with his first missing the playoffs. Yeah. Rip. Also, looking at the Western Conference, Vegas is second to last. Yeah, they're bad this season. They're not, not having a good time. They're bad. In exciting news, Chicago is down. Chicago is below Arizona. Yeah, the Yotes aren't that bad this season. Yeah, they they are doing surprisingly well, which is bizarre to me. The LA Kings, on the other hand, are just the worst. I'm gonna. I'm not entirely sure that this is true, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. Um, Kopitar has no points this season, or at least, like, in the most recent games, he has no points. Like, it was some substantial period of time where Kopitar had no points. Woof. Well, I mean, they're currently 6-11-1 on the season, so that's not great. Yeah, he's terrible. Like, when you look up Kopitar, the related players are McDavid, Ovechkin, and Crosby, and he's played, like, Shit this season. He won. What did he win last year? He won something at the awards. No, he was up for. um, Oh, he didn't actually. Right. He didn't actually win. Was he the other Hart nominee or the other Ted Lindsay? He was the other Hart, I think. Didn't he? I thought so. He didn't win the Hart, but I thought he won something else. Okay, so he has four goals this season. Okay. So Six points over 17 games. And that's that, their, that was their leading goal scorer last season. Yeah, so, like... For sure, for sure has no points. have more points than he does. Like, Kerfoot definitely has more points than he does. I mean, he has had no points in the past five games. Oof. That is rough. And he's averaging, like, over 20 minutes a game on the ice. That's And he has bad. no points. That's so bad. Although, like, have the Kings scored any points in any of those games? Because if none of them have scored, then I guess we can't really but, hold like, it against But, like, still, like, I, I can't believe. I knew they were going to be bad this season, but, like, they really. <laughs> this, is, this is real bad. The Eastern Conference, on the other hand, if you had told me that at mid-November, 
the Penguins would be bottom of the league. Of not the league of the Eastern Conference, I would have told you that you were literally smoking crack. Like I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. If you had told me, lo and behold, they would be at the bottom of the league, and the Habs would be in a wild card spot. <laughs> I would have laughed in your face. Same. Okay, I'm going to regret this as soon as it loads, but I'm looking at rankings of the whole league. Oh, don't worry. Vegas and the Kings are both below Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, for sure. Third to last. Still. Yikes. That is wild, though, because all of those teams made the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not sure how the Kings made the playoffs. Barely. To be totally honest with you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's mostly because their division's not good. There aren't yeah. a lot of good West Coast teams. There's good central teams, obviously. But, I don't know. The Eastern Conference is a fucking shit show right now. And we'll see if it's just a surprise year, or, like, if they level out at some point. I don't know. Who even knows? I mean, Mike Sullivan is already like, I don't know, maybe we won't make the playoffs this season. And I'm like, way too early to be saying (laughs) But also, can you imagine... I, like, I don't even know how to process that. Neither do I. Ugh. I don't know. Speaking um, of injuries, oh. Wilson's suspension was shortened. God, that motherfucker. I want to know if the arbitrator who shortened his suspension was the same one who was on Watson's case. I don't know. But regardless, I hate it. Um, Wilson got to play... Last night. Against, last night, and then yeah. he played against whoever they played on Wednesday. Yeah. He did not injure anyone game. in either game, thank I know, fully. he's made it two whole games. Good for him. Good Although for him. every time he touched Sam Gerrard, I almost threw things. I am glad that he did not kill any of our players, because I was legitimately concerned. Um, I'm still pissed, because... I mean, the fact that Wilson's even allowed to play anymore is literally just, like, the NHL being like, so when does he give someone a career ending or, like, literal death on the ice? Because yeah. that's that's when they'll ban him. But it's like, we're just waiting for it. I just, I can't, I cannot figure out what the logic was for shortening that suspension. Like, there is no logic for that because it was a super dirty hit and he's a repeated. They, they have no precedence for someone who's like this much of a repeat offender. He's not even a repeat offender. He's the repeat yeah, offender. He, he is. He is far and away the worst in the league about going to the player safety board. Yeah, like that should not be something that his penalties get cut down. And I know that, like, the league requires him to be allowed to have an arbitrator if he wants one, but, like, their arbitrators should also have brains? And maybe some compassion? I don't understand. Like, did the arbitrator, has the arbitrator ever, like, seen a Wilson hit? I I don't know. As far as on-ice behavior goes, he is my far and away least favorite player in the NHL. He's terrible. There was a thing that was trending on Twitter that was hashtag Tom Wilson could, 
and you know, it was, you know, Tom Wilson could stand on a street corner and get called for hooking. You know, Tom Wilson could, and it was all dumb shit like that. I'm like, you know what? Tom Wilson could kill someone for breathing all they want. Because, like, that fucker needs to not be on the ice. Yeah, I literally don't give a fuck. Because, I mean, the thing is, it's not like he has a reputation for being a dirty player and he's not. You know, like, there are some players, particularly players of color, that, like, get on the ice and get called for stupid shit. But, like, Tom Wilson deserves his reputation. Tom Wilson deserves every call they get and then some. Like, he deserves the reputation as a dirty player. I understand why the second someone goes down on the ice, if Wilson's there, they're like, what did you, you do? Because it's, it's a fair assumption. He's not, it's not like they're, like, channeling some, like, hatred for the Capitals towards him. It's him. He has earned all of the doubts and, like, bad things people think about him. Like, he's done it. It's his fault. He's a terrible person on the ice. And I get, like, sometimes you do things that you didn't intend to do. Like, he definitely had a high sticking to someone's face in the game yesterday. But, like, Miko also had a high stick to someone's yeah. face. And, they, like, those were both accidents. Like, they were both falling and, like, shit happens. But, like, taking a leaping check into someone's head, not an accident. Just, like, most of the like, bad checks and hits that he's had. I'm like, people are like, oh, it was an accident. He's just a big guy. And I'm like, like, I'm sorry, both his feet left the ice. Also, regardless, like, oh, he's a big guy isn't an excuse. Like, you're a hockey player. Have some bodily awareness. You know who's a big guy? Zidane O'Chara. <laughs> you know how many suspensions he's had recently? Hmm, pretty sure it's zero. <laughs> Also, he's a literal old man. How is he alive? Oh, yeah. Like, he's on so, the ice. He's 41. He's so old. <laughs> so old. Like, he's past hockey old and is approaching, like, real life people old. I know. It's insane. <laughs> he is, like, yeah. real life old. He is a I middle-aged man. During, like, the preseason, about how he, like, always has the pull-up record at Bruins camp, and it's, like, 36 pull-ups and now his number is way lower but it's because he's doing it with like 80 extra pounds now so he can only do like 20 how is he like is he an immortal being <laughs> don't understand he's not human i don't get it i don't how is he still how does he do it teach me your ways where is the fountain of youth jara <laughs> Somewhere in Russia, I think. <laughs> it's in his dad's wrestling gym. Why? How has Ovechkin not found it? Because Ovechkin is like 33, two years older than Sidney Crosby, and he looks like he's fucking 60. Like, every time I see Ovechkin, I'm like, he looks like an old man. Like, hello, he Santa. He pulled an Obama and, like, in zero months mm. went from having normal hair to having straight gray hair. I don't understand. He looks so old. It's probably, you know what, some of it was probably the rager, the nonstop rager he threw this summer. I respect that, honestly. That's the thing I respect the most about the Capitals. Like, if, like, I hate the Capitals. They're, like, my second least favorite team. But, like, I do respect that they are the team that probably is going to get keg stands out of the Stanley Cup band. Like, single-handedly. 
Yeah, they, during one of the intermissions, they showed a bunch of stuff from the cop celebrations. It was great. Peter McNabb was like, yeah, my grandson got to hold the cup, so now my dad and my brother and my grandson have all touched the cup, and I haven't. <laughs> like, oh, it's okay, Peter McNabb. That fucking fountain spectacle, oh like, amazing. Never be over that. I love it. It's I love so it. Fun. It's great. Like also, that was when I discovered that Ovi has a tramp stamp. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like, especially after two years of like the Pens winning the cup, and like, obviously, I would have preferred that happen again. But like, what a I, wild departure from like a Pen celebration. <laughs> like, whenever people are like, "Your fave would never," I'm like, "You're right." Sidney Crosby <laughs> never would jump into a fountain unprovoked. <laughs> <laughs> we thought the Bruins went hard when they won. We were years. wrong. No. No. I don't know. If the Avs won the Stanley Cup, I could see them doing some crazy stuff. But not, like, rage or crazy. Just, like, weird. No. Just weird crazy. Yeah. Like EJ taking, letting his horses drink water out of the Stanley Cup. Please, hockey gods, give me an Av Stanley Cup before Eric Johnson retires. I love EJ. I love him so much. Speaking of our boys doing weird things. Oh my god. Tyson Jost. (laughs) I haven't seen the full video, so I'm going to hand this one to you. Because it's great. (laughs) It's so good. But I just, Tyson Jost is living up to his name in high school. Hosting the Mile High Dreams Gala video. It was way shorter this year, which was so upsetting because I wanted like 15 straight minutes of curly, chaotic slut Tyson Jost. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to whoever started referring to him as that on the internet because I love it. But we got a quality interview with Miko where he was praised for not wearing socks. So Tyson Jost is camp, show your ankles. So is um, Nathan McKinnon, so. Yeah. Um, also got a good question about, so Migo had his top two buttons unbuttoned, which obviously Tyson had to call him out for. I would have <laughs> too. Like, you know, I was asking the guys how many I should unbutton. I think EJ and Z have three unbuttoned. Like, who is surprised by that? <laughs> Those sluts. Oh, yeah, no, drunk, drunk, slutty EJ with zero buttons buttons. <laughs> just shirtless EJ, just a suit jacket at the Mile High Dreams Gala. Can you imagine? I can. Yeah, I can, yeah, I, I can. I can see that happening. <laughs> Maybe we'll finally see his chest hair. One day. Abs win the Stanley Cup and EJ just goes on the ice shirtless. <laughs> We're like, what are you doing? So you had that, um, also, Miko fed Tyson a bite of the salmon he was eating, which was great. And also a good flashback to last year when Confer was spoon-feeding Josie ice cream, mm-hmm. also at the Mile High Dreams Gala. Mile High Dreams Gala is truly, like, just the time for, like, slutty avalanche content. Like, every, always. It really is. Did Tyson Berry start it? I think he was probably the start of flirting with all of the boys. But we did get, so Jost had, um, 
Dries and Dano and asked them who the best looking guy on the team was and then straight up was like, I'm fishing. Like, I want you to say it's me. It's okay. You can say it's it's me. And then he asked the same thing to Barb. No, I think he's like, so he was talking about Barb's mustache, which is a thing. His Freddie Mercury mustache? It It is. It is. It is a mustache. He's like, so do do you think you're the best? Like, this is the best looking guy on the team. I mean, do you think you're the best? Maybe after Gabe. And Barb just sort of laughs. And he's like, you know, you're up there, Tyson. He's like, yes, thank you. I was looking for that. (laughs) But then also Gabe this whole plug about how he's like, look, you know, Mark Barbario, he's good looking, he's great at hockey, ladies, what's not to love? Isn't he, like, married with children? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> but Dyson Joe's pimping out his teammates. I mean, Gabe Landeskog is the most attractive member of the Avalanche, full stop, because he also may well be the most attractive NHL player. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else that's hotter off the top of my head. No. So, I mean, poor Josty. On another team, maybe. <laughs> we did get we we did get some quality roomies footage from him and JT Comfer. <laughs> Comfer did the dishes we're this both week. Going to go out wearing the same shirt, <laughs> which is hilarious because we're all pretty sure that JT Comfer owns two whole shirts. So. Our team is a wreck. Let's them go in public. All of our boys are such a mess. (laughs) I don't know why they're allowed to speak to other humans. Who let Tyson took a ping pong class in college Jost host (laughs) the Mile High Dreams Gala interviews? I don't know, but I appreciate it, and I just wish the video was longer. Also, when will we get LG's red carpet interviews? Soon, I saw pictures from it, but I haven't seen the video. I love her, and I love her interviewing. She is able to perfectly meld fan service with, like, legitimate sports questions. (laughs) Like, we don't deserve her. She's perfect. Don't. Um, Speaking of other fan service and abs media members we don't deserve... Kyle Keith's Just Go With It video, in which she makes all of the boys be emojis, I think. He was like, no, he told them, he would like tell them something and they had to act it out, which took a really long time for Alexander Kerfoot to understand, because he had to explain it to him more than (laughs) once. But like, he makes them... They were sneeze, laugh hysterically... Be angry. Your dog just died. Your dog just died, which Nate McKinnon looked like he was going to cry. I think my favorite, your dog just died, is definitely Sven Andrigetto, who says, I don't have a dog. And then he's like, your mom's dog. And he's like, she doesn't have have one either. There's a dog over there. And then he just laughs. He's like, why are you laughing at a dead dog? And then the real highlight was you just got busted outside naked. Yeah, because then you got to see who's the biggest slut on the team because their responses were all either like... There was a lot of like shock and horror and then... Some people were like, wink. Tyson just just like smiled awkwardly. It was like, oops. 
Sandra just shrugged, like, yeah, I'm naked, what do you want? And like, who's Ian complaining? Cole... Exactly. And Ian Cole just fucking winks. Iconic. What an I icon. The biggest slut so on the team is Ian Cole. Who would have thought? It's because EJ wasn't in that video. You're right. You're right. <laughs> EJ probably would have just stripped on camera. I'm surprised Nathan wasn't featured more since he's so dedicated to acting as a career. The only clip was... Just the dog dying. Maybe he was too good. Like, it wasn't funny. Like, they couldn't use the clip. Did he also do the angry one? He may have also done a sneeze in an angry one. We learned that none of the boys actually look angry when they say they're angry. They just sort of, like, stared. Yeah, it's weird. Except Nico, who did pretend to swear and, like, mutter to himself, which was real cute. No, Miko. I know in, like, real life, if he was angry, it would be scary because he's, like, large. But in my mind, he's still small because he just has a small... I don't know. He just gives off small vibes despite being a giant. I love him. Me too. Speaking of small vibes, (laughs) the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh my god. Um, Patrick Marlowe confirmed to be the biggest dad in the NHL. Correct. Got some quality Austin Matthews with the shoulder injury doing the YMCA with small children. Yeah, shout out to Mitch Marner for giving us the content we deserve. Truly. Truly. Those kids are having a great time. I mean, I wouldn't be too if I were listening to the YMCA with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Like, what's not to love? I know. Um, My favorite part about that was, like, everywhere I saw it posted that, like, some, like, surly Leafs fan, always a guy, always a male, every time, was like, oh, it doesn't look like Austin Matthews has a real shoulder injury. And I was like... He wasn't moving his arm. Like, he was only moving from the elbow down. I know. I was like, he does look hurt. In a car next to a car seat. Like, (laughs) ooh. Like, I was like, what do you want him to do? Lay in bed all day? Also, like, people with shoulder injuries can move their arms. (laughs) Fun fact he can eat without being spoon fed. (laughs) Nobody amputated his arm. I don't understand. Like, middle-aged male sports fans are the worst group of humans. Like, so bad. Um, other things that are bad? This hot take article that we read about how we should trade Zadorov because he hasn't been playing well. And then it it was, well, I found it at least. I don't know when it was published. But I've... Okay, it was published on the 15th, so two days ago. So the very next day, Z didn't play. Yeah, He was a healthy scratch. I'm not even going to get into what the article says, because it makes me so upset. It was so sad. And, like, I'll admit, I've been way focused on our top line, so I haven't been paying a lot of attention to our defense. This is just a purely emotional bias here. Like, I don't... I can't say that he's necessarily played super well this season, because I haven't paid a lot of attention. But, I mean, also, to be honest, none of our defensemen have been playing particularly standout defense at all. I think Barry's defense has improved this season. Yeah. I just, like, we've been really, like, when we've been struggling, our defense has been especially bad. I mean, what's new? 
yeah, it's, it's the usual. It just, it would make me so sad if we got rid of him. Basically, the, this heart take article in milehighhockey.com says that he doesn't fit the style of the avalanche. And whether or not there is truth to that statement is not going to be debated because I don't want him to go. I love C. Also, like, if you use that argument about him, I feel like you can make the same argument about Ian Cole. I think Ian Cole's been a great addition to the team, too. He's been great. And, like, that's that's what we're building, is we're building pairings of, like, one smaller, fast, more offensive player, and then one, like, bigger guy who's more traditional defense who can still make the offensive plays. Like, Ian Cole has been great offensively. I think that that system of pairings has been working really well, too. Like, I'm a big fan of it. And I don't think that Z is, like, irrelevant yet. I don't know if it's because we don't have a little guy for him to pair with. Because he's always out there with either Nemeth or Barbario. Yeah. And those are both, like, big guys. I don't know what's happening with our third defensive pairing. Because there's a lot going on there, and there's a lot of fluctuation, and I'm not really sure what they're going to end up doing with it. But it makes me sad to think that Z could leave, because I think he's the one I'm the most emotionally attached to. Yeah, of, of the three of those. I'm not saying he's the best, I'm just saying he's the one I'm the most emotionally attached to. Agreed. And as we all know, hockey trades should be based 100% on our personal feelings. About Correct. The Correct. Yes. That That's the epitome of this show, doing a hot take with nothing substantial to back it up. We don't want Z to get traded because we don't want it. Like, that's it. That's the whole hot take. Like, not only are we not basing our opinions, in fact, we are potentially actively ignoring real facts. (laughs) I read the whole article and I was like, I don't care if that's true. No! Plus minus is terrible. And I'm like, like, I don't care. (laughs) His plus minus is bad. He has played poorly. He gets too many penalties. What about it? Yeah, like, but his family has really cute Halloween costumes. <laughs> his daughter's really adorable. Also, we need his wife to give us Halloween party footage. <laughs> yes. How else would we have known that goth girl EJ existed? <sighs> the best. So good. I guess in some good news, this has nothing to do with our team. But on the Senators, Botherson played his first game and got his first goal. How cute is that? awesome. That's so exciting for him. And, like, his whole family was there because they wanted to see his first game. And, like... That's amazing. All of his friends were watching because it was, like, his first game. And he got his first goal, and I guess the pass was from Matt Duchesne. So, like, I guess we're going to say a couple nice things about him. Um, I guess, like, before the play, like, when they were in the face-off circle, Matt was like, here's what I'm going to try to do. And then he passed it to him, and he got a goal. Oh, you know what that is, Matt? That's gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> that that carpool video really like woke him up. Like that happened, and he was like, "I need to change my ways." Yeah, 
Yes, probably. He had to come to Jesus meeting with the staff. They like me, so they don't trade me unless I want to be traded because I'm a diva. (laughs) Biggest diva in the lead, Matt Matt Duchesne, by far. Um, Other Senators' news Brady Kachuk, keep it with the family name, got in his first fight this week. Baby Kachuk. Out there, punching people and shit. Just as you expected. Pretty much. I can't oh, wait for the Kachuk you. brothers to get in a fight with each other. That's oh really God, what I, I want. Die. And then they just he shoot to... Kachuk would just lose his mind. Yeah, he's just, like, in the stands, like, of course. <laughs> he, he, like, throws his beer and climbs over the glass. And it's like... Joins the fight. It's just a family brawl. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Matt would win that one. Yeah. Brady would not. Actually, if Keith got involved, Keith would probably win. <laughs> yes, 100%. But. Uh, um, last bit of Leafs news before we move on. Freddie Anderson got a primary assist the other night. Look at him go. <laughs> I saw so many posts that were like, so Freddie Anderson just decided that he's really just carrying the whole team on his back. He is. Like, All right, I'll play offense too. He is the entire team. He's like, I've been playing, I've been the entire Leafs defense, and now I'm their offense too because Matthews is injured, so I guess I have to take his spot as well. Oh, Freddie. Also, we need to add those photos of him holding that baby to our blog because yeah. the baby looks so small because he's so big. <laughs> he's so large and the I... child is so tiny. <laughs> it's, it's like up there with that photo of like uh, Chris Hemsworth holding the baby and people legit thought his baby was a burrito. <laughs> yes. Because he's just carrying it in like the palm of his hand because he's so large and his newborn child is so small. We'll put that up for you. We'll put that. We'll put the uh, the Mile High Dreams Gala video and the Keith video. We'll get you some and the carpool dancing. Yes, and all the dancing videos. If we can find video of Tyson Berry saying he is he didn't think he was going to get any goals, we should add that too. Because oh, for sure, that boy is a mess. He is. I love him. He's a rat. Um, anyway, the best line brawl happened, and before we go into our um, recaps, I would just like to say it's been settled. We win. Our top line's the best top line in the NHL. These are the facts. Also, now the Bruins' top line can't even be their top line because Bergeron is out for who knows how long. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's on my fantasy team, and so is Vasilevsky. I should probably check my roster. Oh, fucking rip. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I'm just done at this point. Like, there's no salvaging my team. <laughs> I've been in the solid lead in our fantasy league the whole time, and I don't know what I'm doing right. I was so excited, and then I realized how much actual effort it was to maintain a team. I looked at my roster, like, twice. I straight up traded Seth Jones when he was on IR. 
I literally, I check it once a week, and I'm just, like, kicking ass, and I'm like, okay. I need to start checking. Anyway, let's talk about real hockey. Um, we also proved that we're better than Connor McDavid. We did it. Fuck off. McDavid did not get a single point in that game. Because we're better than him. We unfortunately did not get a Nathan McKinnon hat trick to, like, really shut him down. That was the desire. But we did still win, and we won convincingly. And then some poor Edmonton person wrote a very sad article about how they should fire their coach because their team sucks. Yeah. So that was cool. The Oilers are terrible. Um, Their only player is Connor McDavid. And I don't know what we did, but our team managed to just completely shut him down, and they were worthless. Like, people talk about secondary scoring for the Avalanche, which, first of all, is stupid because they've had great secondary scoring this season. But, like, second of all, shutting down a top line is one thing, but when there's one player that you need to shut down, like, tell that to the Capitals and watch Tom Wilson just completely beat the shit out of him, and then you're SOL for the whole season. Could you imagine what would happen to Wilson if he actually hurt McDavid. Like, yeah. if he hurt McJesus, the NHL <laughs> would murder him. McJesus. Have you not heard that? No, it's just so funny. <laughs> it is. Oh, the, they would lose their minds. They would lose their fucking... The NHL would, like, execute him, yeah, probably. Harry Bettman would shoot, take him out back and shoot him. <laughs> Like a rabid dog, just be like, goodbye. Pretty much, yeah. Jeez. But we stomped all over the Oilers. I think Tyson Berry got a goal. Who scored? I just had this open. I think that was Tyson Berry's first goal of the season. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, Miko scored, Soda scored, Kerfoot scored, Berry scored. So, basically killing it. Hey, boys out there being good players. Yeah, also, at everyone who keeps questioning our secondary scoring, get fucked. Yeah, like, yeah, our top line's amazing, and so yes, there is a huge drop-off, but like, I don't know if this is still true, but like, for a good amount of time, our top line had more points than the entire Kings team. So like, they were just, abs- they just had absurd stats, so it's not fair to say that that drop-off is too steep. When, honestly, our secondary scoring has been great this season. Yeah. I think, I mean, Soda, great. He has, like, six goals this season. Yeah. Like, just all of them have been great. I mean, Jost it took a while to come into his own, but he's, he's I think he's getting think there he now. he scored two goals since he came back, and he came back. Did he come back on Wednesday, or did he come back on Sunday? I think he came back on Sunday. Either way, he's had, like, He's done well, and, like, good. Like, he deserves it. Kerfoot has been taking so many shots that I can't believe that he hasn't had more goals. I know. Same with Wilson. Yeah, like, Kerfoot and Wilson are... And it's like they're taking bad shots. Like, they're just getting unlucky. Like, so by the end of the season, I'm sure both of them will be doing hella good. Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think someone said Soderberg is on pace to get... Like, 50 goals or something this season. Yeah, our secondary scoring is fine. Everyone yeah. needs to get over it and, like, calm down. Also, 
Tyson Berry, now that he's got his first goal, is probably going to kick ass the rest of the season and get plenty. Agreed. Anyway, we played the Bruins next. It was the brawl of the top lines. Who would come out victorious? We did. It was rough. One day, I have this fantasy that one day we'll play a full 60 minutes of good hockey. Wednesday was not that day. We had a rough first period, but then we came back. I don't know if Bednar gave them a talking to or what, but they woke up. And we went down, went from down 3-1 to up 6-3. That's what matters. We walked away with two points. The Bruins got none. And we settled the top line debate. It's us. We're the winners. Top line. Gabe Landeskog, Nico Rantanen, Nathan McKinnon. Or as I believe ESPN has settled on calling them, the Rocky Mountain line. I like that. I still like blonde bombshells, personally. Because <laughs> they're all hot. Especially with Nate's glow up. Now they're actually all hot. Not just, like, good at hockey hot. Like, actually attractive. I love them. I love Gabe, them all. Rocky Mountain line is just... It's, it's not an exciting name. It's cool because it's their last name, their last initials. Ranson and McKinnon Landskog. Uh, RML Rocky Mountain Line. That's where it came from. That's clever. So it's like clever. Yeah. But I, I still like, like McRantaskog better. Hockey Night in Canada, I didn't actually watch it, but they did a video that was literally like, so here are the top two lines in hockey. They both have boring names. They do. What a Canadian thing to say. They're really good at our sport, but they're not Canadian teams, so we're going to make fun of them anyway. Uh, Whatever. Although no Canadian team has won the Stanley Cup in my lifetime, so... Exactly. Yeah, Canada, when was the last time you met a Stanley Cup? Literally never, as far as my life timeline. Yeah, they haven't won any time that I was alive for. I think you might have been a small baby the last time that happened. Yeah, Maybe. It's possible. I think it's been 25 or 26 years. Rip. Sad face. Then we have the Caps game, which was just frustrating. It was, especially because, like, Carl Soderbergh scored, like, a minute and 11 seconds into the game. We definitely lost a lot of our ferocity, like, as the game went on, which was frustrating. They looked tired, which was frustrating. They well, looked tired. We couldn't st- Stay on our feet. I don't know if the ice was bad or what, but there was like a two minute period where four different abs players just fell. Yeah, I know. Um, I think Moe's commented on that, or Moe's or Riker, like in the post game coverage, because I just like left it on for a little while because I was. I, I turned it off and went to bed. It's like I'm done. I was it. like angry crocheting, so I just like didn't get out of my seat because I was like still upset, but I just, like, heard him be like, what was going on? Was the ice, like, choppy or something? Because... Like, we were the only people falling. It's just us. So I don't know if we just had a rough equipment day, because Randon also lost the skate blade. That's true. I, personally, my friend who was at the game, and I think that maybe the Caps put a curse on us. It's possible. <laughs> because it was only our team falling. And also, we could not get a goal. Yeah, okay. Copley played so well, though. So like, well. Like, major shout-out. ninth NHL game, and he was playing like he was 
fucking Marc Andre Fleury. He literally like I was like Holby who like just kidding. I love Braden Holby. Like I would never say anything bad about him. But like I thought that since he wasn't playing, it was going to be a fucking cakewalk and like surprise. No, Copley made some insane. Yeah, just incredible. Great saves. Grubauer played really well, too. Grubauer played really well. It's not his fault that we lost. No. Like, it's never been his fault that we lost. Was it their first or their second? That was just a giant defensive fuck-up on our part. Yeah. We had literally four people on the opposite side. Like, I think that was our first one. We had four people on one guy who passed to someone who was wide open. Because you can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't good. I was good. so excited. We tied it up with, like, two and a half minutes left. But then we got a penalty. And, like, I mean, going into overtime with a penalty. We haven't been good at overtime, but we've been really bad if we're shorthanded. I mean, we haven't won a single game in overtime this season. And they've all been, like, have we made it more than, like, a minute and a half into an overtime period? Yeah, we had a shootout. Okay, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. But otherwise, no, I don't think so. I think every other one has ended within a minute of the start of the overtime period. Yeah, I don't know. We're terrible at overtime. I was just so pissed that the remainder of the penalty carried over. It's like, why can't we just reset this for overtime? It sucked. But, I mean, I don't think we played badly when we weren't on the ground. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't bad, it just wasn't great. And also, the Caps were doing what we need to be doing, where they were taking shots yes, all the time. Just, like, constantly. It doesn't matter if it was a good shot, they were just putting pucks on net. I know that's I, something that our team consistently struggles that. with, and it's very frustrating, because I'm like, take a fucking shot, and they won't do it, because they're like, no, I have to wait till the perfect shot. And, like, I love Nathan McKinnon, but he's especially guilty of that. He uh, and Nico both are, like, if they don't have a beautiful play to set up, they just, like, stand there. I know Kerfoot has talked about how he's actively trying to stop doing that, because he did it a lot last season. Yeah, he's he a, used to really struggle, but he's been doing... He I think and Colin Wilson are, like, the most willing to just throw the puck yeah. towards the net. I think they, he's made significant strides on that. I think Nate needs to... It depends on the day he's having. If he's having a good day, he's fine. But if he's having a bad day, he'll just, like, pant- he'll get close to the net and be like, oh, just kidding. And he did that a lot in the Capitals like- game, and it was very frustrating. I was like, stop it! I don't know if he psychs himself out. And yes. he's like, you know, I'm Nathan McKinnon TM. I need to have <laughs> only highlight real goals. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon TM. <laughs> like, Nate, we still love you, even if you score ugly goals. Like, just get a point. Also, we don't. We still love you, even if you miss a fucking shot. Like, yeah. it's okay. Please. Like, what's the point of having all that speed if you rush to like the other team's goal and then just stand there? Seriously. Nathan. So it wasn't a bad game. We still walked away with a point. I also got to give the Caps props because, like. They played well. They didn't the first period. Like, they didn't show up at all the first period. We walked all over them. And then the second period, they were like, yeah, we won the Stanley Cup. (laughs) Like, recently. 
Some, yeah, someone went into the locker room to like remind her guys, these guys only made it to the first round, and you won the Stanley Cup. And so they like, were like, oh, you're right. And then they like played like Stanley Cup champions the next two periods. So, I yeah. mean, that was part of it. Like, the fact that we took, I was, it got towards the last period, and I was like, I just want them to take it to overtime. Like, I don't even want them to win. I just want them to take it to overtime. Yeah. And we did, and so I was happy. I'm glad we got that point. I wish we would have, like, maybe had any players on the ice during overtime, because, like, it literally was, like, five seconds. Like, it started, and my roommate was, was, like, drinking, and she was, like... I think it was 15 seconds in. It was absurd. I mean, the overtime was pathetic, so... It was not good. It was not. Maybe we need to do some three-on-three drills, because we're really bad at it. Yeah. And I mean, I get, like, three on four has got to be difficult, but yeah. still. Yeah. So frustrating. This week, I think we're looking at some wins, though. Please, hockey gods. Because we've got Anaheim tomorrow. I'll be there! Woo! Watch me on altitude maybe get featured. <laughs> yes. Yeah, make a good sign. <laughs> I still need to decide what's gonna say, but we've got the Kings on Wednesday. We better. I'll be there too. <laughs> you won't see me. <laughs> and then we've got a back-to-back Arizona Friday night and Dallas Saturday. Dallas is at home. The other three are away. If we don't beat the Ducks and the Kings, I will be furious. I'll be so pissed. We are better than both of those teams. Both those teams are terrible. I feel like when we play bad teams, we play down to their level. Like, we've got this problem where when we play good teams, we, like, play up, and then we play bad teams, and we just, like, forget how to hockey. If we forget how to hockey against either of these god-awful teams who I have watched play and be fucking terrible, the Ducks aren't terrible, they're just not good. Yeah. The Kings are atrocious. If we lose to the Kings... If we literally lose... crying and go straight to rage. If I have to be in the stadium for two Avs losses... Oh, God. I will lose my mind. (laughs) No, absolutely not. It cannot happen. I will fling myself onto the ice. Seriously. But we'll see we'll see which Arizona team shows up. Because they've like run over some good teams and then they've been like normal Arizona terrible hockey. So Could go either way. It's in Arizona, so the ice is gonna be bad. Yeah. I don't know. Our ice is apparently bad too, so Um the stars will be interesting. It's a back-to-back, so I don't know how well we'll do because back-to-back, but it's at home. It could go either way. I hate the Stars, and I don't think they've been doing that well this season. They're above us in the standings right now. but only. I by feel like, like the Stars years. consistently have better... They always... I don't know. They did this last season, too. Like, they stand, they're they really good in the standings. But if you look at the actual, like, level that they're playing, I don't think they're that good. And I think people are able to catch on to the... I don't know. They've got a new coach. Jim Montgomery's good. Maybe they'll get better this season. I just don't like them, so I hope we beat them. Yeah. That's the game I'm probably the most, like, I don't know, I could see the Stars winning. The other games, yeah, like, we better find That's the one win. that I would, if we're going to lose one in the next four, that's the one. Yeah. We will see former Avalanche dad, Blake Como, though. <laughs> I miss him. I miss him, too. 
That was, we played, what, like a preseason game against them, and every time they were like, come on with the puck, I was like, wait, oh, fuck, he doesn't play for us anymore. I miss him. He's doing so well, though, with the Stars. Like, I'm so happy for him. I'm happy for him, but I still hate the Stars. Yeah. Although, like, I hate the Stars less than I hate the Wild and the Wings. Oh, they're not my least favorite team by any means. I just dislike them. I just, like, I wish Avs players would stop going to teams that I hate. <laughs> Although I guess it makes the breakup easier. I'm like, well, I hate your team now, so... I know. Bye. The only Avalanche player that, like, if they left the team, that I would absolutely be like, this is my new second favorite team, even if it was... I don't know, the Blackhawks is where I draw the line. But the Red Wings <laughs> would be that landing. Would be painful, but, like, I would do it. Oh, man. I would like dislike. I wouldn't hate the Blackhawks as much if they had Landy. I'd still. I'm gonna hate be them. honest. I would adopt any team if any one of our top line left. I would adopt them, but like, if Landy ended up on literally any other team, they would be like my new second favorite team. Yeah. But I don't great. think that'll happen because I think. No. Bednar is smart enough, and I think Sakic at this point are smart enough to see that he does wonders for the team. Like, we talked the least, I think people talked the least about him because statistically he doesn't show up as much on the top line as, like, McKinnon and Randonin, which is, like, fair because, like, they're fucking incredible. But I think he brings something to the table that's not statistics. Yeah, and, like, they, for in every game, the altitude team is, like, yeah, look at him, like, get in and get in these messy spots and, like, he's willing to do anything for the shot. Like, he will sacrifice himself. Yeah. And, it, like, it pays off for it. Like, mm-hmm. his goals aren't necessarily as pretty as Nate's and, like, he doesn't set up plays with the same artistry that Nico does. Yeah. But, like, he's good. Yeah. He's good. He gets in there. He's draws more penalties than anyone else on our top line. He yeah. is stubborn and he and defends like, our players and I I really like him. Hockey skill aside, like his leadership is good. Yes. He He's got our team leader. through it. Worst season ever. Like the guys look up to him. I don't think the team would take well to them trading him. I know for a while they were, like, debating whether or not he should get traded, and, like, and unlike Matt Duchesne, he wasn't like, yeah, trade me. He was like, I would rather stay here. Like, I like being this team's captain. And I was like, that's exactly who we needed as a captain, was someone who really wanted to be there. Because, like, if we had had, like, if, God forbid, Matt Duchesne had been captain during, like, us taking a tumble, like, can you imagine... We would, we would be the kings. Like that's who we would be. We would. We be would still like, be bottom of the league. We never yeah. would have recovered. Like it, we needed someone who had like a positive leadership about them. Yeah, and that's that's gave the babe. Yeah, I think all the guys really look up to him. And like, there's a reason he was the youngest captain in the NHL. Like the kid knows what he's doing. Yep. A lot of people were like, mm, "Does he deserve to be captain?" When he got named yeah. captain, and I was like. I think so, and I think he's proven himself. I think he... I don't think he's the youngest captain of the NHL anymore, though. I think someone else beat him out for it. Yeah, someone beat him by, like, 13 days or something dumb. It was, like, very insignificant. Yeah. Well, he didn't beat Crosby by much, either, when he was made captain. Yeah. I mean, again, like, 
there's a limit to how young you can be to come into the NHL. So like, <laughs> you have to be 18. Decide that their first round draft pick is going to come in and be the captain on his first day. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's the only way. That much younger. <laughs> <laughs> they turned 18 the first day of the NHL eligibility. And that's when they were made captain was that okay. same day. To be totally honest with you. I feel like if the Sabres didn't have Eichel, they probably would have just, like... I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> they absolutely would have. Buffalo, you're our same savior and our captain. Honestly, like, depending on where he was goes, I could see that happening to him, too. Like, if it was a team that was desperate enough, them just being like, our new captain, Jack Hughes. Yeah, yeah actually, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that with McDavid, because, like... Who was the captain of the Oilers? I think they basically were just like, well, we can't give you the C your first year. But, like, everyone knew he was getting it his second Logic. Year. Who cares? <laughs> just give it to him. Yeah. Maybe the Kings will get Hughes. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. That poor kid would be the youngest one in the locker room by, like, ten years. <laughs> the Kings are so old! They are old, 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 old. It'd be, like, him and a bunch of 30-year-olds. He'd be like, oh, well, hello, fellow adults. <laughs> oh, my God. He would have no shortage of people to live with, though. That's true. Because, honestly, even on an NHL... ELC, I don't know that you would have enough money to live somewhere decent in fucking Los Angeles. They'll just have to get a lot of endorsements, like all of the baby leaps. I would not be surprised if Jack... Can you imagine? <laughs> this is not gonna happen, but, like, imagine <laughs> the Penguins don't make the playoffs, win the lottery, get Jack Hughes, <laughs> and then win the Stanley Cup the next year. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Like, I okay, I would be surprised if they didn't win this, make the playoffs this season. I would definitely. But like, be if they somehow if ended up with Jack Hughes, the like they would absolutely fucking win the Stanley Cup the next season, and it would just be obnoxious. Also, but like, can you just imagine, like, as like Sidney Crosby and Gino are getting older, they get fucking Jack Hughes, and everyone's like, "Are you serious?" That would just be such a Penguins thing to happen, though. And, like, every Penguins hater would be like, this is fucking why we hate this team. <laughs> They'd be like, this is rigged. The NHL rigged this. <laughs> Pretty much. Sidney Crosby's at home, mate, and he's like, oh, yes, my potion worked. Like, yeah. I don't know, probably um, worked some witchcraft. Also, somehow they managed to trade for Connor McDavid, and everyone just <laughs> Connor McDavid contract goes up and he moves to the pens. <laughs> you can't though, because he would want more money than Crosby has, and that can't happen. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure with the two of them, that is the entire salary cap. <laughs> They think they have two players. <laughs> they could probably still win a Stanley Cup that way, though. It's The ice is just, there's two players. There's no goalie. It's just Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid. And they win the Stanley Cup, and everyone's like, this is, they didn't even play by the rules. <laughs> the other players are 
just the kids from Sid's hockey school. trying to outdo the other, so it just, like, the ante just keeps being raised constantly. Yes. That, like, they both get six goals apiece in one game, and everyone's like, how do you even get 12 goals in a hockey game? Double hat trick. (laughs) Double hat trick. (laughs) For both of them. (laughs) You know what we forgot to talk about? Speaking of the Penguins AHL affiliate. Did you see Tristan Jerry's goal? Yes! I'm so proud of him! Now can we bring him back and let him be a goalie for the fans again? I don't like the Smith. Yeah. Bring back good boy Jerry. I'm so proud of him getting a goalie goal. I know. It's amazing. Those never happen. Actually, no, it's never happened for the... Wilkes Barre Scranton Penguins ever. I'm so glad they just named their fucking AHL team also the Penguins. I respect it. <laughs> They're like, in case you are curious about who our NHL affiliate is, it's the Penguins. It's the Penguins. Can you imagine if, like, somehow they stopped being their AHL affiliate? Like, they became the affiliate for another team? <laughs> they become the affiliate for the Flyers? Yeah, they become. Yes. Oh my god. Gritty is like, I don't know how to handle this. We didn't talk about Gritty seeing his first snow! Gritty saw his first snow! <laughs> the video was ridiculous. Like, I don't There's understand. more than one. They posted, like, three to their Twitter. And oh, it's just Gritty, like, grabbing snowflakes. Or, like, what did, I think one of the captions was, like, the Zamboni, the Zamboni dust is falling from the sky. On that note, we can't end on a better note than Gritty seeing his first note. (laughs) Tune in next week to hear about my adventures of hopefully not getting murdered by uh, California hockey fans. I mean, I feel like all of the fans there are probably jaded enough that, like, they know they're gonna lose, so they're not gonna fight you. I don't know. It really depends on uh, how I'm feeling. (laughs) How mean am I? Do I incite violence against myself? Yeah. I guess I did, like, almost fight some Buffalo fans, so... I've almost fought Avs fans at Avs games for saying things I don't like about our players. Like, (laughs) I don't trust myself. (laughs) We shall see. I'm sure we'll also have more hot takes. So many. Divorced from facts. Always. It's what we do. It's how we roll. So tune in next week, and um, hopefully we'll talk about some wins. Hopefully. And if not, I'm sure someone will bless us with ridiculous content on the internet, and we'll just talk about that instead. Fingers crossed.